Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, and I'm very, very happy to announce I have a couple things that I need to just housekeeping that I need to get out that I haven't actually done in the past. But if you are an Apple listener, so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, would you please go in and rate this podcast? Go ahead and give it a couple stars and review it. So let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening on other platforms, go ahead and subscribe. I definitely um, check out the data and I'd love to know who's listening, where you're listening from. Um, So the more information for me, the better. I would really appreciate it. And also, if you haven't already heard, I am doing my very first workshop. So I'm doing the best version of me workshop, which is going to be on March 18th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be on Zoom. Check out everythinginme.com to register. It's completely free. And it's a workshop dedicated to um, basically creating a one pager that helps you with goals and idealizing what you're going to do next, how to do those things next. And the goal behind the workshop series that I'm looking to create is basically an opportunity for us to kind of sit down, create almost a textbook. It can also live online as well where you're going to get to kind of explore yourself, know yourself, and have a go-to kind of written writing, written um, document, a living, breathing document that kind of shapeshifts depending on where you are that you can kind of go to whenever you're trying to look for your motivation or the goals that you're working on or circle back to things that kind of are pick-me-ups. So there's going to be a lot more behind the scenes, but the goal is to start with this workshop so you get to see me live. And it's, like I said, it's completely free. So visit everythinginme.com to register, get more information. And I really, really hope to see you guys there. And if you have been listening to my podcast or have a favorite podcast, please, please, please register. And I hope to see you there. And let me know in the comments in the chat, you know, that you're a listener because it means a ton to me. Um, This is an endeavor that I do that it's very vulnerable, but it's also um, a great opportunity for me to shed, you know, kind of light on things that I've been going through. And I hope that you guys can relate and understand. And I hope it gives you guys inspiration and just kind of gets you out of your own head because I know that's something I definitely live with. Um throughout the years that I've been kind of self-reflecting and, you know, um, just practicing self-love. So our legacy, what is our legacy? This is actually something that I think about every so often, something that I've kind of toyed with for a couple of years now where, you know, I'm a Virgo first off, let's put that there. So (laughs) if you guys are familiar with Virgos, we do kind of self-reflect a lot, ask ourselves a lot of questions. We're analyzers. Um, We definitely try to uh, pay attention to our perception or how we we are received. And so um, this is something that kind of falls along the lines of that. But I think everybody in general should kind of pay attention to what their legacy might be. And for me, legacy means what is the impression that people are going to have, that you're going to have on people? What are people going to say in your eulogy? Um, I was listening to the Oprah's interview with um, Matthew McConaughey recently. There's also a Red Table Talk with Matthew McConaughey talking about, they touch upon um, his book called Green Lights. And, you know, he talks about being very intentional with the relationships that he's he has and just being self-aware of the things that he involves himself in and where he's going 
and what um, he wants to be seen as or recognized as, and, you know, being able to shape shift depending on whatever he's trying to chase, whatever goals that may be. Um, you know, goals are very tricky for me. I'm a big goal getter. I usually nine times out of 10, I've gotten my goals, but they're tricky because they definitely, um, bring out different sides of me that I'm unable to kind of see unless I'm chasing a goal. And I have to be very careful because these are skills, these are tips, these are tricks, these are things that kind of um, put me in a place where I'm vulnerable, where I need to kind of step outside my boundaries, get more resources, adapt, adapt to different environments, things like that, which I kind of like, oddly enough, but um, I'm always trying to be as conscious as possible when it comes to where I'm going, what I'm doing, how I am affecting my circle, the world around me, the things that I'm closest to. The reason being, I feel like, you know, when I look back at myself, my lifetime, the things that I've been able to do in life, I want to continue to feel as if I have no regrets. Now, there's been a lot of learning lessons, a lot of failures, a lot of um, uncomfortable moments, a lot of moments of just complete I can't believe this is happening. Um, but I think if you circle back and kind of just look at what you've been kind of doing or the the impression you've been kind of le- leaving, it's important to feel good about that. It's important to not wait to your deathbed to say, you know what, I wish I would have done things differently. You know, we, I talk about this before, but the freedom that we have to design the life that we want is very real. You know, some of us are a lot more outspoken or a lot more um, active in doing that, but there's other subtle ways in which we can kind of shape shift and um, kind of change the direction of which we're going into and start taking sort of um, intentional steps towards being more of a whole person, a full person. Some of us can be very like dramatic of like cold turkey. You know what? Enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. Others, it may be, let me get warmed up to the idea of, you know, um, changing the way that I currently operate so that way I can welcome a new version of myself. Now, legacy is a big, big, big deal being that, you know, you only get one chance and one try, you know, with this lifetime. And, you know, there's a saying, if you live it right, you won't want to do it again. And I still have a lot of things that I definitely want to do that are less fear-driven. A lot of things that I want to explore and I want to try and I want to be a part of. And I feel like the chapter that's ahead of me is going to be a very um, crazy roller coaster. And this is only because I'm really focused on designing my goals towards growth um, opportunities towards, you know, uncomfortable situations where there's going to be this breakthrough. And this isn't an overnight thing, but it's also important to sit down in the present as well too, to kind of reflect and understand what sort of impression I may be having. And I think when you're present, you're able to see things differently. You're able to pay attention to things differently because of the simple fact that you're, you're awake, you're alive, you're, you know, um, absorbing things as they are. And that's something that I definitely, definitely have been um, doing. And through my relationship with God, he's able to show you in different ways 
how your efforts, your changes, your um, your conversations, things like that um, are impressionable. You know, believe it or not, I think all of us can be inspirational. All of us have something in us that attracts people, whether good or bad. Um, we all have it in us where we're able to set the tone, um, create change, be impactful. Sometimes it's in a negative way because we decide to lean on our traumas and lean on our misfortune to basically define us and put us in a position where we're going to be victims. We're going to be people who are going to use that story to basically set the tone of how to deal with me, what to expect from me, what I'm going through, what I'm missing, what I'm screaming out for, you know, um, it's, it's, it can be very draining to be on that side, but the work that's needed to kind of be on the other side where you become more inspirational and aspirational and more of a mentor and a light is, is a beautiful thing. It's a very, very, um, uncomfortable thing sometimes, but sometimes it's even unintentional. So engaging with people, paying attention to the energy, paying attention to, you know, the little trigger triggers and signs that God gives you and whispers to, you know, maybe engage in a conversation with a stranger or, you know, com- you know, say a gesture, give a compliment, um, interact with someone that you haven't done in a while. I know that, you know, when we have relationships that kind of um, exist in the past, it sometimes can be really, really hard to um, revisit. And sometimes we've done things that maybe we're not happy with or things that, you know, really didn't make sense or made sense at the time, but no longer is who you are. I think there's an opportunity to always go back in your own way to maybe write them a letter, um, reach out to them via social media, reach out to them via LinkedIn, you know, give them a call and kind of, you know, shed light on the, the, the evolved version of you, um, recognize that you have an opportunity to kind of, um, acknowledge that experience where you can kind of, hopefully, depending on how the circumstance may be, but just welcome the conversation. So that way you can have a better legacy. You can have a legacy that is more honest, that is um, more aligned with who you truly are, who you're trying to become. And you never know how they can support you in your new version. You never know how they can be um, super encouraging or you can impact them. You know, I definitely don't want to be a person where, you know, once I do pass, um, my grave is overgrown and no one even cares or notices. At the same time, I don't necessarily want a monument, but I definitely want a story, a story that inspires to this day, that um, motivates, that designs a new wave of thinking or, you know, creates some sort of feel good feeling. And the only way to do that is to really work really hard behind the scenes to ensure that the way that I interact, the way that I um, exist with others is from a truthful, pure um, compassionate, empathetic place. And I definitely intend on doing that. And, you know, I've talked about this in my other episodes, but I didn't always come from this place. I didn't always have this voice. This voice is due to a lot of, a lot of hard work behind the scenes and a lot of kind of like letdowns, 
um, reshaping, rethinking. Um, there's so many things that have gone on in my lifetime that pushed me towards this new wave of thinking. And I doubt myself sometimes. I mean, hey, we all get tempted to um, <laughs> bring up to the surface all the things that we've been running from because you feel like, you know, I'm not healed from them completely yet. You know, they may have a, they still may have a purpose in my life where I can still act out and I can still, you know, spew that hurt or remind others that I am still hurting and I still am uncomfortable with certain situations. But the reality is, is that, you know, when you look back at yourself or you step outside of yourself and you kind of like interact with yourself, if you will, or just role play, you know, you, you start to recognize some things and there's something about not necessarily staying in your bubble. Now, when you have a dream team, you know, which is essentially mentors, family members, friends, associates who help you, um, help you get towards the person that you want to be, or remind you of the person that you want to be, um, these individuals help you stay on track. They help you to, you know, get to the place where you need to get to safely. Um, you know, they don't necessarily, um, you know, put you in a place or, you know, push you in a a direction that you don't want to go. Um, they, they kind of like guide you and that's so important that you share who you want to be, who you're trying to be, you know, who you pride yourself on, because that right there tells um, them, hey, this is the direction I'm going into. Whenever you notice that I'm not going in that direction or things, I'm not really like making sense with who I want to be, please, please, you know, give me, give me more inspiration. Maybe they're there to motivate you. Maybe they're there to call you out. Maybe they're there to remind you um, to keep up, you know, on your journey, et cetera, et cetera. I definitely had this conversation actually recently with my nephew who is trying to be greater than himself. And at 16, I know that's a very overwhelming feeling. And for some, you know, they kind of just walk into it of like, no, this is where I'm destined to go. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do this. These are the great things that I'm going to do. I'm going to accomplish. But, you know, the work behind the scenes is the hardest. Um, And that's something he's struggling with is trying to identify like, how do I push myself? How far do I go? Um, when do I deal with everything? When am I honest with myself about what my true goals are? You know, what's my capabilities? Am I limiting myself or am I kind of, you know, smoothing over the situation and not really paying attention to it? Um, these are all questions that I know I kind of process and go through. And for some people, they don't even think about these. Like for, for those of you who don't, Kudos to you because I'm always processing in some way, shape, or form. And it's always about shutting that off and trying to allow certain things to play out so that way I can get more information and make a more um, informed decision on what I'm going to do, where I'm going to be, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the path in which we, we take in order to be the person we want to be is exclusive to us. No one else in this world will ever know what the where the direction should be. Um, they won't know how to get there. This is your destiny. This is this is like 
created, custom created for you. Now, um, I think that we can dream, we can um, aspire, we can realign in different ways to be more destined um, in a, a better light. Now, this takes a lot of work, as I've said before, but it's so important to love yourself enough to be a blessing in this light. You know, this life can be very short for some. It can be very meaningful. It can be really traumatic and really hard. And there's so many different times in which I think we've all wanted to give up and kind of say, what's the point? Or we've all chosen our ego um, over anything else because we feel attacked or feel defensive. Um, you know, there's so many different times in which I think we all may, you know, take a step in the wrong direction. But as I've kind of walked through this whole process and, and gone through this whole process, um, I recognize very quickly that the connectivity that I I have with others is something that we, we, you know, um, we share now for me, what I share with others usually sometimes can be failures. It can be the ugly side. It can also be some of the good things, but um, the truth of it all is what connects me with others. To know that there's someone else in a similar situation um, making the best out of it or someone in a situation that's worse than mine and they're making the best out of it, it humbles me. It, It reroutes me to a more powerful place where I recognize, you know what? I can do something with this. It may be unconventional. It may be, um, all, you know, just unexpected, but I really can. I do have the freedom. I do have the opportunity. Now, how can I do this? You know, legacy is something that develops over time. So it's not always going to be an overnight thing. It's not always going to be one interaction that's going to define your life. It can be so many different iterations, versions, um, lifetime seasons of that. A, a thing that I really recommend, especially when you're in a place where you need to, you know, change the direction in which your legacy is going into, or you want to expedite the direction your 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 legacy is going into, something that I found very very um, uplifting and kind of, um, essential to being in more control or having more freedom behind that is to do things that allows your brain to get to thinking. I mean, it can be something like a puzzle or something like a, um, like gardening where you have to problem solve because essentially that's what it boils down to is problem solving. You have to recognize that there's, um, something that is going on that I need to adjust, I need to change, but I need to come up with solutions based off of the information that may be in front of me or information I may have access to or information that I need to seek out. And so when you are faced with just these kind of like little nuggets where you're required to problem solve, I really believe that you become a lot more um, curious and vulnerable and accustomed to adapting, um, your, your way of thinking towards whatever the problem might be. 
Now, everyone's skill set is a little bit different. Like for me, I'm not problem solving any math problems because that's just not my thing. We don't do that over here. I will get through it. I can do my budget, but that's about it. Um, I'm not a math girl, but anything that allows you to kind of exercising, exercise, um, just thinking outside the box, definitely, definitely helps you strengthen that side of you where you're like, okay, what do I do in this circumstance? I need to get from here to be A to B, but I don't have a car. I don't have a plane. I don't have means of transportation. What are my options? You know, how, how can I figure this out? Um, that way of thinking and moving on to the next and moving on to the next, along with, you know, sprinkling the fearlessness of, you know, life, it can definitely, definitely help you, um, navigate better, feel more confident in kind of where you're at and where you're going. I think also doing a self-assessment. So sitting back and kind of going through life and recognizing the things that you've been through, the things that you want to go through, the things that you're working on can definitely help you um, navigate things differently and just look at your scenario a little bit differently. You know, the way that you perceive your life, it, it, it's everyone's a little bit different. You know, you can, you have maybe a, a relative or a friend or a coworker who kind of can explain to you the same scenario in which you were participating in and it'd be completely different. You know, that perception may be different. Um, Sometimes I think we can be really hard on ourselves when we're not able to sort out the feelings or the emotions or identify what stage or what the mood may be. And by that, I mean, for instance, if you make a decision or have an interaction, interaction that is um, primarily ego driven, there's a different accord versus like I was completely vulnerable or caught off guard. You know, that experience or interaction is completely different. Um, but it can also be a negative. I mean, people can also look at this and kind of say, you know, um, either way you put it, no matter if it's your ego or if it's you as a person being vulnerable, you still have a negative connotation. So for instance, that would definitely for me, um, signal that perhaps there's some work you're going to have to do behind the scenes to reshape and rethink how you view things, or you may have to let some things go. That's definitely something that I'm personally dealing with that I recognize through an interaction that I wasn't really happy with. Um, I recognize how powerful that interaction kind of dictated my life, my thought process, my energy, and I said, I need to start healing. I need to find ways to heal, need to find ways to get back to myself and regain that power. And so I actually wrote that person a letter indicating everything I was feeling, you know, good, bad, but I also did it in a way that was hopefully impactful. Um, I haven't given it to them yet, but um, the goal was to be intentional with my words and to be to understand that I can't throw salt on a wound because like I have always said, it's like, you know, people come with their past. They come with, you know, the things they've been through, their traumas, the good, the bad, the ugly. And we only get the version of them that's present. We don't get that past all the time, but we have to understand those are the ingredients that resulted in who they are now. Now, 
Some people can add on ingredients, you know, um, add flavor into their ingredients to, to reshape things and take control over the overall product, which I like to do. Um, but others kind of feel overwhelmed and others feel kind of out of place when it comes to doing that and feel as though there's weighted um, things that are going on that are more prominent than their own freedom of living the life as true as possible. And some people are just in complete denial, honey. They are not trying to go to that door way in the back as, you know, as dark as it is, as unsure as it is. It's a very scary, scary feeling to to face those demons or face those, um, those traumas by yourself or just face them in general. And so they build this new world so that way they can exist and they can thrive and they can um, frolic without having to own up to the closet that is still full of skeletons. Um, (laughs) So there's so many things that I think everyone should really, really be aware of when it comes to approaching your legacy, understanding your legacy, understanding your truth. For me personally, I've decided to I've really decided to um, speak on, you know, that room, that room that is ugly or it is closed off because I felt like that room wasn't necessarily designed for me to um, keep it that way. I want to remodel that room. Um, You know, I really want to recreate and use that room as a room that's empowering and it is hopeful and is motivational. And so this this is kind of my way of doing that is just telling my truth, being honest with it, owning it, acknowledging it, because without that, you kind of just allow those things to take over you. And then your legacy is known as someone who did exactly that, allowed those things to take over them and didn't see the beauty in who they were we all have something beautiful in us. We all have things that are so um, desirable and wanted and needed and loving. Now, they may be you know, overshadowed by a lot of hurt and pain and fear, but we all have something beautiful to bring to the table. We just have to be in charge of how that shows up and when that shows up. I think another thing when um, recognizing or kind of looking at our legacy, we can get overwhelmed. We can feel a lot of regret, you know, as mentioned before. But the reality is, is that our story is not over. Our story is not done. And so that means that we need to take a step in the new direction, you know, um, Sometimes the leaves that we turn over feel like this is definitive and this is truly who we are, but sometimes it's really hard to do that when, you know, as I mentioned before, just things that are still weighing you that you haven't healed from. I think the process of just the overall cycle of having some sort of trauma, um, having some sort of, you know, backlash because of the trauma and recognizing that trauma and then trying to heal. I think some of us get in that cycle of recognizing the trauma, reliving the trauma and healing, but not necessarily um, 
in the way that we should heal. It's in a way that is, it doesn't seem like alarming anymore, but then the wound is reopened or it's created an even worse um, outcome because we haven't done the necessary things to um, just re redesign our future because of it. It's not a scar. It's still an active wound that at any given moment can reopen. And there's something about scars. There's something about the idea behind having a story to tell that connects people, that keeps people um, connected in general. It, it creates a sense of like playing field where, you know what? We all come with a story. We all come with things that may feel like they weigh us down. But how we decide to move differently or recognize new opportunities because of it is what matters. Taking the power in your story and its outcome is so important. So important. It's an, it's not easy to do, but it's so important because it can really, really dictate just how you feel, how you look at life, how you interact with others, who you are as a parent, as a co-parent, as a um, a sister, you know, a, a, a mother. There's just so many things in which um, we can kind of create impact with if we're more intentional with the wounds that we all carry. You know, the wounds that we carry can be so so much greater than others will ever understand. But to know that there are individuals who have wounds that we could probably never dream of, but have used that to propel them into a place of peace and a place of opportunity and a place of just overall well-being, I think that's something that we have to continue to absorb and continue to pay attention to because those are the real champions. Those are the real um, warriors and kind of like super, super, um, super, superstars in, in disguise, if you will. And it's, it's a work in progress. It definitely is a work in progress. It's definitely something that we all kind of have to um, pay attention to and work through. And, you know, I was listening to the Obama book um, that he just recently published and oh man i'm it's i'm like 45 minutes in because i listened through audiobook and i just find it to be so enlightening of just him reflecting on his legacy and where he is in general you know it's called a promised land and there's so many things that he is just enlightened by through his life and he includes those things, the good, the bad, the ugly. And to be on a platform like that, where you're the, you know, your former president of the United States, first name, my still, still my president, um, but be able to acknowledge the mindset that you may have had at a certain period of time, the things that you've gotten yourself into, or the voice that you didn't use, or the voice you should have used, et cetera, et cetera. That legacy, especially from your own you know, your own recollection, um, is, is shape shifting. I mean, I've been saying that a lot this, this, this episode, but to be honest with you, 
there's so much impact in that. And I think people don't recognize how much of a legacy, how much of their legacy can be impactful. You know, you never know who's watching or who's interested or who has been essentially affected by you because of the decisions that you've made and the, um, the direction you decided to go into. And you may think, oh, well, nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention. You have no idea. I mean, I've had instances where because I've been open, I've been um, honest, I've been, you know, forthcoming with things about myself that maybe I'm not happy with or I'm working through or I'm trying to achieve. Others have approached me because I've opened that door. In order to be open, you have to be you know, vulnerable, but you also have to let things go. So you have the room to entertain, to, um, allow others in who need a place of refuge. They need a place to be able to acknowledge the things that they may be going through. I mean, that's such a beautiful feeling. Let's be clear. We're not talking about, I'm going to be somebody's therapist. I'm going to take on somebody else's juju. No, 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 no. That's not, mm -mm. that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is you may have unlocked something in them that they didn't know they had. And you may have been the sole reason that they even believed in themselves in a way that no one else within their circle or their, you know, their access ever did. And to know that, you know, a lot of people say this, like if one person, just one person is inspired by who I am or what I do, that's enough. To have someone believe in themselves or, you know, never give up on themselves because of you, I mean, that is like a gift. It feels like a gift, but you have no idea how just opening yourself up to being that person or paying attention to that, you know, your intention, being intentional within your legacy, what that can mean. Um, it just, it just, it's a whole new opportunity. And I really hope that you know, you, you try to think of it as early as possible or as soon as possible. You know, maybe after this podcast, you kind of just do an assessment and look back at the highlights or look at, back at the things that you may want to change or work through differently for the simple fact that you can, you genuinely can. It may not be as grandeur as you want it to be, but the littlest things can be the, the biggest impact. It doesn't always have to be um, you know, a boulder being thrown into a lake, even the smallest pebble makes waves, you know? And so you never want to, um, you never want to deny yourself of that. You never want to wait until it's too late to create the opportunity. And you want to build up your confidence when it comes to ownership of where you're at, what you've done with what you've had and letting go the power that others have that you give them by repeating their name over and over again about what they did and what happened to you and how they failed you. And you want to say your own name more and take accountability of what you've been able to do with it. Not from an egotistical you know, standpoint in which that will be my next episode, um, speaking from the ego, understanding your ego, but more from a, just a humble, um, honest within your, within your eyes, of what you've been able to make out of quote unquote nothing or the lack there of resources 
or the disadvantages that you had. So that way it can be an inspiration to others, not a, you know, slap in the face or um, something where you're forcing others to feel the way you do or, you know, have pity or whatever you want, be the victim within the scenario. It's more of a just, you know what? I am stronger because I am more alert because I am more loved because, you know, these, these instances have occurred, you know, I am just in a better place in life, um, because I persevered. I got through these things. I looked at these things from a different, you know, light. I was able to, you know, work on what it meant to me in my life and what God was asking for me, you know, I don't always sprinkle my relationship with God in my episodes because of the fact that, you know, he's with me regardless if I mention him or not, definitely. Um, So, but the faith that you have comes out of just pure air, if you will. It isn't until certain things speak to you and they relate to you or they resonate with you that you build an attachment to it you know, you start to say, this is why I'm closer because to it, because I have a story to tell. I have a relationship. Um, I have something what I feel to be as tangible that devotes me to this faith. And, you know, within our faith, it, it varies with everyone, you know, regardless of your denomination of what you're in search of, what serves you, how do you serve it? And, the reality is, is that that faith or a faith um, really, really can create the ripple effect that others need. And it's so important to always be of service to everyone because we're not here alone. And a lot of times there are more, there are people out there who would benefit so much more to our story than us keeping our story, you know, so never be afraid of sharing it, leaning on it, um, using it to leverage you or put you in a better headspace or recognize a connection that you didn't recognize could be there in general. It's definitely so important. Um, I just want to say thank you guys again. Thank you guys so much for supporting me through this journey. Um, it's been a year since I've been physically, um, back to work and there's been a lot of different things that God has given me in this period, including, being able to have access to this and invest into this. And I'm really excited about the workshop and I really hope you guys can make it because it would mean a lot to me. And I would love to see your faces and I would love to interact with you guys. And I would love to put to practice some of the things that I live by and have proven to be really great tools when achieving your goals and even share, I mean, what you do, how you operate and hopefully, you know, create a relationship with you guys because it's not easy being um, in this space right now dealing with the pandemic. I know a lot of people have been affected and are still probably always going to be affected in some way, shape or form when it comes to the trauma that this has caused. You know, there's been a lot of different things that have bubbled up because of the pandemic. And, you know, people say I've been present. I've been really trying to go within. I definitely have, but I've had some low moments. I know I've told you guys about this before. But, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily stop the show. It doesn't stop my purpose. It doesn't stop where I want to go. It doesn't stop the motivation that I have. It doesn't stop 
um, the opportunities I can, I can take. It just means that I have to think differently. And so that's what I've been trying to do and just really be honest and true within myself. And that sounds so cliche. I'm, I'm sticking to my truth. I'm going to live my truth, but I'm doing the work to understand and know my truth, you know, and that's key. You, you, you can't really be in your truth. If you don't even know yourself, if you don't even know who you are, what makes you tick or why you are the way that you are, or, you know, the, the skeletons in your closet, and you can't just name them because you, you, you put them so far down. Um, it's important to do the work. It's important to continue to uh, believe in yourself in any way, shape or form that you can. Um, I just hope you guys take care of yourselves and I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.